Section 23 of the Book of Sir Marco Polo, the Venetian, Concerning the Kingdoms and Marbles of the East, Volume 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Lynn Thompson. The Book of Sir Marco Polo, the Venetian, Concerning the Kingdoms and Marvels of the East, Volume 1, by Rusticello da Pisa. Translated by Henry Yule. Book First, Chapters 19 to 22. Of the Descent to the City of Hormos, of the Wearisome and Desert Road that has now to be travelled. Concerning the City of Cabinan and the Things that are made there, of a certain desert that continues for eight days' journey. Chapter 19 of the descent to the city of Hormos. The plain of which we have spoken extends in a southerly direction for five days' journey, and then you come to another descent some twenty miles in length, where the road is very bad and full of peril, for there are many robbers and bad characters about. When you have got to the foot of this descent, you find another beautiful plain, called the Plain of Formosa. This extends for two days' journey, and you find in it fine streams of water with plenty of date palms and other fruit trees there are so many beautiful birds francolins popinjays and other kinds such as we have none of in our country when you have ridden these two days you come to the ocean sea and on the shore you find a city with a harbour which is called hormos merchants come thither from india with ships loaded with spicery and precious stones pearls cloths of silk and gold elephants teeth and many other wares which they sell to the merchants of hormus and which these in turn carry all over the world to dispose of again in fact tis a city of immense trade there are plenty of towns and villages under it but it is the capital the king is called ruamadam ahomet it is a very sickly place and the heat of the sun is tremendous if any foreign merchant dies there the king takes all his property in this country they make a wine of dates mixed with spices which is very good when any one not used to it first drinks this wine it causes repeated and violent purging but afterwards he is all the better for it and gets fat upon it the people never eat meat and wheat and bread except when they are ill and if they take such food when they are in health it makes them ill their food when in health consists of dates and salt fish tunny to wit with onions and this kind of diet they maintain in order to preserve their health their ships are wretched affairs and many of them get lost for they have no iron fastenings and are only stitched together with twine made from the husk of the indian nut they beat this husk until it becomes like horsehair and from that they spin twine and with this stitch the planks of the ships together it keeps well and is not corroded by the sea-water but it will not stand well in a storm the ships are not pitched but are rubbed with fish oil they have but one mast one sail and one rudder and have no deck but only a cover spread over the cargo when loaded this cover consists of hides and on the top of these hides they put the horses which they take to india for sale they have no iron to make nails of and for this reason they use only wooden tree nails in their shipbuilding 
and then stitch the planks with twine as i have told you hence tis a perilous business to go a voyage in one of those ships and many of them are lost for in that sea of india the storms are often terrible the people are black and are worshippers of mahomet the residents avoid living in the cities for the heat in summer is so great that it would kill them hence they go out to sleep at their gardens in the country where there are streams and plenty of water for all that they would not escape but for one thing that i will mention the fact is you see that in summer a wind often blows across the sands which encompass the plain so intolerably hot that it would kill everybody were it not that when they perceive that wind coming they plunge into water up to their neck and so abide until the wind have ceased and to prove the great heat of this wind messer mark related a case that befell when he was there the lord of hormos not having paid his tribute to the king of kerman the latter resolved to claim it at the time when the people of hormos were residing away from the city so he caused a force of sixteen hundred horse and five thousand foot to be got ready and sent them by the route of riobales to take the others by surprise now it appeared one day that through the fault of their guide they were not able to reach the place appointed for their night's halt and were obliged to bivouac in a wilderness not far from hormos in the morning as they were starting on their march they were caught by that wind and every man of them was suffocated so that not one survived to carry the tidings to their lord when the people of hormos heard of this they went forth to bury the bodies lest they should breed a pestilence but when they laid hold of them by the arms to drag them to the pits the bodies proved to be so baked as it were by that tremendous heat that the arms parted from the trunks and in the end the people had to dig graves hard by each where it lay and so cast them in the people sow their wheat and barley and other corn in the month of november and reap it in the month of march the dates are not gathered till may but otherwise there is no grass nor any other green thing for the excessive heat dries up everything when any one dies they make a great business of the mourning for women mourn their husbands four years during that time they mourn at least once a day gathering together their kinsfolk and friends and neighbours for the purpose and making a great weeping and wailing and they have women who are mourners by trade and do it for hire now we will quit this country i shall not however now go on to tell you about india but when time and place shall suit we shall come round from the north and tell you about it for the present let us return by another road to the aforesaid city of kerman for we cannot get at those countries that i wish to tell you about except through that city i should tell you first however that king ruomadam ahomet of hermos which we are leaving is a liegeman of the king of kerman on the road by which we return from hormos to kerman you meet with some very fine plains and you also find many natural hot baths you find plenty of partridges on the road and there are towns where victual is cheap and abundant with quantities of dates and other fruits the wheaten bread however is so bitter owing to the bitterness of the water that no one can eat it who is not used to it the baths that i mentioned have excellent virtues they cure the itch and several other diseases now then i am going to tell you about the countries towards the north of which you shall hear in regular order let us begin 
Chapter Twenty of the Wearisome and Desert Road that has now to be travelled. On departing from the city of Kerman, you find the road for seven days most wearisome, and I will tell you how this is. The first three days you meet with no water, or next to none, and what little you do meet with is bitter green stuff, so salt that no one can drink it, and in fact, if you drink a drop of it, it will set you purging ten times at least by the way. It is the same with the salt which is made from those streams. No one dares to make use of it because of the excessive purging which it occasions. Hence it is necessary to carry water for the people to last these three days. As for the cattle, they must needs drink of the bad water I have mentioned, as there is no help for it, and the great thirst makes them do so. But it scours them to such a degree that sometimes they die of it. In all those three days you meet with no human habitation it is all desert and the extremity of drought even of wild beasts there are none for there is nothing for them to eat after those three days of desert you arrive at a stream of fresh water running underground but along which there are holes broken in here and there perhaps undermined by the stream at which you can get sight of it it has an abundant supply and travellers worn with the hardships of the desert here rest and refresh themselves and their beasts you then enter another desert which extends for four days it is very much like the former except that you do see some wild asses at the termination of these four days of desert the kingdom of kerman comes to an end and you find another city which is called cobinan chapter twenty one Concerning the city of Cobinan and the things that are made there Cobinan is a large town the people worship Mahomet there is much iron and steel and Ondanique and they make steel mirrors of great size and beauty They also prepare both tutia a thing very good for the eyes and spodium and I will tell you the process They have a vein of a certain earth which has the required quality and this they put into a great flaming furnace whilst over the furnace there is an iron grating the smoke and moisture expelled from the earth of which i speak adhere to the iron grating and thus form tutia whilst the slag that is left after burning is the spodium chapter twenty two of a certain desert that continues for eight days journey when you depart from this city of cobinan you find yourself again in a desert of surpassing aridity which lasts for some eight days here are neither fruits nor trees to be seen and what water there is is bitter and bad so that you have to carry both food and water the cattle must needs drink the bad water will they nil they because of their great thirst at the end of those eight days you arrive at a province which is called tonocane it has a good many towns and villages and forms the extremity of Persia towards the north It also contains an immense plain on which is found the arbre sol which we Christians call the arbre sec And I will tell you what it is like It is a tall and thick tree having the bark on one side green and the other white And it produces a rough husk like that of a chestnut, but without anything in it the wood is yellow like box and very strong and there are no other trees near it nor within a hundred miles of it except on one side where you find trees within about ten miles distance 
and there the people of the country tell you was fought the battle between alexander and king darius the towns and villages have great abundance of everything good for the climate is extremely temperate being neither very hot nor very cold the natives all worship mahomet and are a very fine looking people especially the women who are surpassingly beautiful end of section twenty three